Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And thanks to the help we get from ASE certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, he'll help you keep it running. If you do have an issue with your car, your truck, your van, and you uh, need to bring it in, you think, to your favorite dealer or your favorite shop, give us a call or send Dan a text. He might give you some idea. Uh, kind of diagnose it, although sometimes, Dan, good morning, by the way. Good morning. It is kind of tough when you don't see it. It's on the radio. I mean, yeah. You well. have to, but, but it's your experience you bring to the table here, and uh, you get pretty close usually. Well, oftentimes I've seen it or heard it before. Absolutely, so, yeah. yeah. So call us or text us like some folks are already doing, 651-989-9226, or send the text 81807. I mentioned this early this morning, Dan. I don't have it in front of me, but... I had a, an email, rather not a text, an email from a listener about uh, valve stem caps. That's the right term, right? It is, correct. Uh, and they were wondering, again, I wish I had it with me, uh, if if it affects, if, if you have to have a certain kind of a cap for uh, wheel sensors, the tire pressure sensors, are, well, are they pretty much standard thread? Yeah, they are They are absolutely universal. Okay. Um, and you bring up a good point because, you know, everybody thinks, oh, valve caps or valve stems or whatever, you yeah. know, no big deal. Yeah. But it is a big deal. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because uh, a lot of people are oftentimes will find where people will get a, some sort of fancy looking valve cap for their for their valve stem on their wheels. Mm-hmm. And they're made of a metal or an alloy or, you know, they're kind of beefy and they look cool. But the trouble is you leave them on there for a long time, a year or two or more. And... Uh, the corrosion happens. Ah. You go to take them off, and you end up breaking the end of the valve, stem. the stem off, wow. which is a big deal when it's connected to a sensor inside the wheel. And, how much, how and, expensive are those sensors to replace? Well, You've told the, us before. Yeah, by the time you replace them and, and reprogram them, they're in the hundred dollar range. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So, at any rate, the only real safe, good uh, cap to put on your valve. Uh, core stems, and you should. You need to have caps on them. You know, you you realize that when you take the cap off, the cap doesn't hold the air in at all. It just protects the device uh, from the weather and so forth. So two things. Uh, make sure that when you put a plastic valve cap on that it is dry. It's a dry day so that all you're not trapping moisture inside ah. there to cause more trouble. So put them on, on it and check your air. This time of year, especially because when it gets cold, everybody's tires are going to be low. That's just the way it goes. So uh, get the air checked, fill them up on a dry day, and then uh, you know put plastic caps back on. Not metal. Not metal. Plastic. Make and sure they're. Plastic. I know the metal look cool. That's what yeah, everybody yeah, wants, right. but you can't use them there in this climate. They get stuck on, and then you have trouble.
after I had this now, question. There's a whole bunch of things you can do. If you want them bad enough, you can put some lubricant, you know, some dialectic grease or something stuff, yeah. to make it happen. But, but generally speaking, unless you want them really, really bad, just put plastic ones on and you'll be fine. After I heard from this listener, I went online and I was looking <laughs> at the, the, ver- the various aftermarket caps you could put on. And I swear some of them even had like a uh, an Allen wrench. You could lock them, really right. torque them down. Well, you know, you lock them so that somebody doesn't take them. Take them because they're <laughs> they're nice. They're nice. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Right. Well, thanks to the listener mm-hmm. for uh, for sending us that. Uh, I tell you what, I, I have a question about tires too, but maybe we can get to pick up on that because we do have texters, we do have callers as well. Tell you what, let, let's go to the phones first. Al is calling from Zimmerman, I believe. Al, you're on CCO with Dan. Good morning. Good morning. How can we help you? I've got a 2007 Pontiac Torrent and that slow speed uh, with the windows open, you can hear it almost sounds like a wheel bearing going out, kind of a crunching light noise. And uh, I've checked everything underneath there. I've lifted the, the vehicle up and tried to shake the wheel. It doesn't sound like a wheel bearing. I'm just wondering, uh, would one of the axle bearings be going, something like that? No. Um, if it does it at slow speeds and uh, only at slow speeds, if that's the only time you can hear it, it's probably not a wheel bearing. A wheel bearing is more evident, you know, at, at 30 miles an hour on a smooth road. You hear a groaning noise and you can change the noise by swerving back and forth. So if it's at slow speeds when the window's down, perhaps when you're driving next to a building or parked cars, it's more likely that something's rubbing. And on a 07, that's probably old enough where some rust ridges have developed on the brake rotor and, and maybe a rust ridge on the brake rotor is rubbing against the backing plate uh, or something like that. But, uh, <clears throat> you've, you know, you've done what you can. The, the next step would actually be to jack the vehicle up and start taking a few things apart, take the brake rotor off and and clean it up or look at the backing plate, you know, uh, behind the brake rotor and see if you can see a shiny spot where it's been rubbing because uh, where it's making a noise, you're also going to see uh, where it's been rubbing. And, and uh, that's what we look for is if it's shiny, then we know that that's where the trouble is. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that kind of makes sense because the last time I rotated tires, I did notice something that looked like it had been rubbing on uh, a part of the, the brake assembly there. And I'm thinking, well, i I'd never heard any noise like that. Uh, I didn't think that was it, but that's probably it then. Well, you know what else, too, uh, happens to me? When you rotate the tires, sometimes that wheel and tire will drop down a little bit when you take it off the studs, and it uh, hits that backing plate a little bit and bends it in. Oh. So we we have to be careful of that. That's why we always test drive a vehicle after we uh, work on it, because... uh, Sometimes that backing plate will get bent a little bit and be noisy after we've touched it. So you have to, you know, and, and sometimes it's as easy as, you know, uh, sticking a screwdriver through the wheel. You can see they actually see the backing plate. Stick a screwdriver through the wheel and push back a little bit, and that'll take care of it. That'll do it. Oh, well, there's uh, some tips, Al. All right, thank you very much. Right, thanks for the call. Have a great day. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you want to call in your car care question for Dan, otherwise send a text like some folks are doing. That number is 81807. I'll tell you, when we come back after this quick break, Dan, let's grab some text messages. Sounds good.
And a good Saturday morning to you. Danny Long here with Dan Burns, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Where exactly are you located? We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right in the heart of St. Paul, where the Twin Cities Marathon is run, running oh, uh, right. just yeah. a block over from our door uh, this weekend. They should have a pretty cool morning for it, too. They should, yeah. It should be a good, fast yeah. race. So that's yeah. fun. I've done that uh, Many times you don't do that again. I don't do that anymore. I'm worn out anymore. (laughs) But anyway, we are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, Lloyd's Automotive, which, by the way, we have a a little uh, thing up on the web. If you're – rarely do we have a position available for for a technician at Lloyd's Automotive, but we do – Right now, so if you are somebody that's looking to advance your career, I think uh, in most cases this would be a step up. If if you're ready for that, or if you have a family member, or if you know somebody, yeah, if you know somebody who's uh, good, who's good, this is a, this is a great opportunity for somebody. Yeah. The, uh, we are we are on the top end of pay and benefits and all that sort of thing. So it's a it's a great place for somebody to uh, to start and and advance their career and stay till they retire that's yeah. that's our goal in life so anyway we have uh, you can find that on our on our website or give us a call uh nick will be there today at 651-228-1316 yeah take advantage of it you're really good well thank you yeah we we, uh, we try to be no absolutely all right i want to go back to the phones uh, dan but uh, first let's grab a, a text or so folks have been waiting there uh, this one says, Dan, we have a 2007 Honda Odyssey. Is it important to use OEM Honda ATF, or can we use others that are supposedly okay, such as Valvoline Max Life for a fluid flush? Well, um, you need to use the fluid that is specifically made for your vehicle, and there's many, many different fluids. Uh, well, actually, practically every single vehicle on on the planet has a different fluid <laughs> and valvoline and uh most of the aftermarket uh brands mm-hmm. make a fluid that is uh that is chemically made up to be the same in in, in other words it you can use a, a brand name fluid but be sure that that fluid is made specifically for your vehicle. Okay. And by reading the label, you'll find out about that. And uh, I think that that that's just fine. But do not use just a generic transmission fluid and put it in and think that it's going to be okay because it does not. It does. It will not have the additives that the uh, transmission has been engineered to have. And uh, and if you put the wrong fluid in, you're going to have trouble. So be careful. Yep. All right. Dan is calling from Shakopee with a question. Dan, you're on CCO with Dan. Yeah, good morning. It's got a 2004 GMC Yukon with an air system problem where I have air conditioning on the uh, driver's side and heat on the passenger side, and it cannot get it to switch. Done some investigating that it's the doors in the heating system. Is there any way to correct the top door problem Well, other than tearing the entire dash out? Yeah, maybe. Um, two things that can be wrong with it. Either the door itself is broken, you know, the little stem that's controlled by the motor is broken so that the door won't move, or the motor has failed. Uh, you should hope for the fact that the motor has failed because that usually is accessible or more accessible anyway. 
And uh, if that's the case, then simply replacing that little electric servo motor will take care of it. If it's the uh, the door inside or if that stem has broke off the door, it's more complicated. But you should probably bring it in and and have it checked because sometimes seasonally they can switch those doors. And, you know, we can manually get up in there and move the door to the hot or the cold position. And, and in, in doing so, uh, we'll get you by for the season. Sure. So if it's an, an, an older vehicle and, and you don't want to put the money into it, then sometimes that's a possibility. So oh. so have that checked out and have it checked out far enough to know that if it is the motor or the door. And uh, and maybe you can have a little bit of, buy a little time that way. Interesting. All right. Good luck, Dan. I know we have to break, but Debbie in Malacca has been waiting to ask you a question. What is your question, Debbie? Good morning. Yes, good morning. I have a 93 Oldsmobile Silhouette, and I have 500,000 miles on this car. And my oil line, cooler line to my engine is starting to leak. Are those tapped in, or do they unscrew? My mechanic said there's a lot of things to get back in there to change that, and it might have to be specially made by someone else. Well, no, I, I'm sure that, that those cooler lines are still available. Um and I, I'm not sure exactly how they mount on and and get and off, but I agree. Sometimes those those lines where they're routed and the way they're installed uh, require some things to be moved. But you know, always they're accessible, and and rarely is it a huge deal. Uh, you know, the engine doesn't have to come out or anything like well, that's that good. to to uh, to replace them. But um, I don't know. It, it should be no huge deal. So maybe if you're pers- the person's looking at it, it seems to be having trouble, maybe you should go get another opinion and see if you can uh, maybe have some luck that way. There you go. Very good. I know we have to do a quick break here. Keep in mind, Dan's going to be with us for about another 12, 10, 12 minutes or so. So if you do have a question, and we do have some text messages we'll pick up on, and we may have time for a call or two as well. And before Dan Burns, we run out of uh, time here. Let's uh, help some texters uh, to- today. Um, here's one that says all mechanics this is an interesting question. All mechanics have a laptop. What do they do? What do they use them for? I see you on the computer often. <laughs> I have one. Uh, well, every, every one of our guys has one on their toolbox and, uh, it's just like everything else in life, Denny, you can't, you know, you can't do anything without your laptop. In fact, uh, all the information that we get, you know, uh, customer history with us, with our company sure. is, is all in there, and of course we have to check that every time that you're in and see what you do for, see what's been done. All of the uh, all of the information about your car, with all of the sub- subscriptions that we have, are in there. All the wiring diagrams and part all, locations, all the fluids, all the type, fluid how much oil types, you put in, all of that. that. Yeah, all of that information is, and you need all that on every car. So sure. every every single car gets gets uh, there. And you've watched me. I you, we even scan your VIN your vehicle identification number with our cell phones and it reports to my laptop uh, so I know exactly <clears throat> which what car I'm working on. And then uh, many of the diagnostic tools are now just a cable that we plug into our laptops to actually interface with your computer. That's to, amazing. Yeah, so that, yeah, yeah, you know, it's you're really, right. We, you'd our, be lost without it. We are, uh, we are a computer science is yep. for sure part of our business. Absolutely. Good question. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Another texter says, the heater in my 2004 Impala not working. Could there be other causes besides maybe needing a new thermostat? 
Well, a new thermostat uh, is the first most likely thing. <clears throat> the If the coolant is low, it will not give you heat, although if it's low enough to not give you heat, oftentimes it'll be overheating too. Oh, yes. But to check the coolant, be sure that it's full. <clears throat> and then if it's an electronic, if it's an electronic uh, uh, heat, then there could be trouble in that too if the doors aren't, like one of the calls earlier, if the doors aren't moving correctly. Okay. Check that couple too. A of, couple of reasons yeah. there. Another texture says a 2017 Cadillac ATS. What could be causing sudden acceleration? Sudden mm. acceleration. Well, uh, most of the time when the if a vehicle is idling too high, it's uh, caused by a vacuum leak. It's getting too much air. Uh, the, you know, the, if you give it too much air, then the the vehicle will compensate by that for that by giving it more fuel. Sure, which raises which raises the idle. So. Uh, but but accelerates or as far as acceleration, I don't know if it's a, if it's a mild acceleration, like when the uh, air conditioning or the power steering uh, apply resistance to the system, then it'll it'll turn up the idle, mm-hmm. uh, which is normal. But uh, but uh, as far as a dangerous sudden acceleration, I don't know. That's that person that's, should get it checked. They out, better get though. that checked out. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Another text, Dan, uh, says, I have a 2007 Volvo XC90, 215,000 miles. Everything uh, still works great. However, at low speeds, primarily during parking, forward or reverse, it sometimes takes an extra second for the brakes to engage. No issues during higher speed braking. Uh, could that be a caliper issue or brake booster? Thanks. Yeah, any of that. Uh, the Yes, the, the although... Uh, if it was a caliper issue, I would be more concerned or just as concerned that uh, if the caliper won't apply properly, then it probably won't release properly either. And I think you would feel that. So I think that probably what you're what you're talking about with the brake booster, that's a vacuum uh, piece of equipment on the car. And uh, if that's failing, the brakes actually are working, but you have to apply them very hard in order hmm. to, uh, to uh, feel them. And sometimes when you're park, you know, parallel parking, for example, the idle will slow down enough, and if the vacuum drops off a little bit, and the booster's not working right anyway, then uh, then the booster, might, the the assist might go away for a little bit, and that might be what you're feeling. Okay, possibly. Another text says this uh, 2009 Impala, the airbag light sensor stays on. Well, that's uh, a couple things for you to know about that. What if the airbag light is on? The airbag system is disabled. So, and I've never heard of a, a case of an airbag deploying when it's not supposed to. So, if the light's on, the airbags aren't going to work, but they're not going to go off when they're not supposed to. So, feel good about that. Very good. I <laughs> but know. She, but you should take that in. It, it, we, need to, we would need to hook up my laptop, <laughs> which we talked about, That's to, right. to your car. And it would give me information about the airbag system. And uh, probably there's a sensor, you know, there's, it's a safety, uh, accessory on the vehicle and there's, uh, you know, lots and lots of safety sensors that will disable the system if one of those sensors is not working correctly. And that's what's going on is it's getting some, a failed, uh, self-test and because of that failed self-test, it's turning the light on and disabling the system. So if you bring it in, it's pretty simple 
diagnosis for us to at least let you know what you're getting into if you want to have it fixed. Then I was listening to a, a Jim Chenevy from CBS News, a story, and I'm not sure who makes the, this particular vehicle, but let's see if I can find it. It's a real interesting story. It only takes about a minute. Okay. Uh, but I think this may be it. FYI, I'm Jim Chenevy, CBS News. When it comes to high-performance cars, there are the fast and the quick. And no, that's not the same thing. Fast cars can hit top speeds upwards of 200 miles per hour, while quick cars go from zero to 60 in the shortest time. It's in the quickness that electric vehicles excel, and a Japanese company is promising to go where few vehicles have gone before. Osaka-based Aspark is taking pre-orders on an all-electric hypercar called the Owl, and it's promising it will go from zero to 60 in less than two seconds. The street-legal owl will deliver a minimum of 1,150 horsepower and 653 foot-pounds of torque. That'll blow your hair back right quick, and seeing as how the company plans to produce just 50 owls, you'll have exclusivity to boot. The bad news, the first car is not expected to be delivered until mid-2020, and then there's the price, upwards of $3.5 million. And that's for your information. I'm Jim Chenevy, CBS News. Boy, that caught my ear. Zero to 60 in two seconds. Well, and 1,100 horsepower. Wow. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's drag racing type stuff. Are so, you kidding? Yeah, that's incredible. And street legal. How and fun would that legal. be? street yeah. legal, yes. Wow. A lot of tickets there. Yeah. All right. I tell you what, we have to head out of here, and we'll see you next week, I hope. I will. Yeah, you bet. And uh, you're open today, Lloyd's is. We are open today. Come on over. We're at uh, 982 Grand Avenue, or, or give us a call, 651-228-1316. Have a good week, and if you know somebody who's a really good technician, yeah. who wants a really good job, it's got to be good. Wants to move up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Check out the website. Sounds good. All right, thanks, thanks Dan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.